are back, the Youngins podcast. I got through the door less than 24 hours ago after one and a half weeks of relentless touring and gigging. The weekend before last, we had our first Headland Hartlepool Festival, and uh, that was brilliant, but exhausting, hardly any sleep whatsoever. And when that weekend came to an end, it wasn't a rest for the Youngins. We were then out around the country with our Polish friends who also attended the festival, the Vocal Harmony Quintet from Poland, Brassy. We had a great time, but again, an exhausting time with them. And so after a week and a half of all that, I then get through the door, have a very little sleep, get up in the morning, and then the first thing I do is to sift, to wade is probably a better word, through all of the recordings that I've made from the last week and a half so that we can bring them to you on the Young'uns podcast. And I've just finished doing that, literally finished doing that about 10 minutes ago, something like that. I had a little bit to eat, and now I'm back again, standing in front of a microphone, and I'm going to have to listen to those clips all over again with you as part of this week's Youngers podcast and talk in between them. So, um, I, might, I mean, it might, as, as far as introductions go, I might sound a little bit depressed about the prospect, but I'm not, because I think that we've got some brilliant uh, clips to play you. Over the next two or three weeks, we're going to be uh, presenting on the podcast highlights from our Headland Festival in Hartlepool. We had Greg Russell and Kieran Algar, Mick and Susie Darling, The Hut People, The Will and Brassy, and we're going to bring you music and conversation with all of them as the weeks progress. But this week, it's all about Teesside's The Wilson Family and our Polish friends, the Vocal Harmony Quintet, the brilliant Brassy. And we're going to have music, and we're going to have chat with them. And with Brassy, we're going to have all sorts of uh, games and banter as well. We play the birthday game with Brassy. Last week we played the birthday game where it was myself versus Michael. It was first to five to identify the age of the celebrity as Sean Cooney challenged us by reading the Guardian's birthday page. Well, that week I was victorious, but will I be victorious this week as I verse Brassy in the birthday game? It's very much England versus Poland or perhaps even myself, David Eagle, against Poland. Who will win? Find out later. We also teach Brassy Geordie. They did a gig in Newcastle, and we thought it was only right that if they were in Newcastle, they should learn some Geordie phrases. So I found out how uh, some Polish people fared at speaking Geordie later. Brassy also attempt to do some idents for the podcasts, just basically saying, hello, this is whoever the person is from Brassy, and you're listening to the Youngins podcast. They did that with varying degrees of success. The Wilsons will be talking about their work with Sting and sharing some anecdotes from their time in America with Sting and Jimmy Nail and Paul Simon and Steven Spielberg. And for the third week in a row, we play the forked-up folk song Can You Identify? The Youngins song that has been scrambled. We'll play the Forked Up Folk song later and we dedicate this week's Youngins podcast. Now, last week we dedicated the Youngins podcast to the sound man at Milton Keynes, who we said had a rather eccentric way of testing the microphones. So that was our sound man from Milton Keynes. This is the uh, the sound man at our festival in Hartlepool. This is him uh, testing the microphones. And I think we should dedicate the podcast to him this week. I think it's probably safe to say that he is even more eccentric than our sound man friend in Milton Keynes. Hey, 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 
start singing a little bit from the Lord of the Rings uh, at <laughs> the end of that. Anyway, we're going to start things off musically with Brassy. This is recorded from the Royal National College of Music in Manchester. It's 2DN. from Brassy performing there at the Royal Northern College of Music in Manchester and at the end of that gig they got a standing ovation 70 people in their room a standing ovation we've got to bring you more music from Brassy later on in the podcast and music as well from the Wilsons very soon that song there To The End is a Breton song about drinking wine and uh, the, the Brassy boys didn't really do much in the way of wine drinking but they certainly did a lot of vodka drinking and you may have seen a video if you're on our Facebook page you may have seen a video that we released which was after a few uh, shots of vodka very strong Polish vodka they um, challenged me to learn one of their songs. One of their Polish songs that they sing particularly fast. And they thought it would be a good idea to challenge me to do this uh, and then learn it for the end of the week and then perform it with them. On the Saturday at the last gig in Beedale in North Allerton, I performed the song with them and so did Michael. And I think the problem that Mike and I were having was that we didn't have the vodka. I mean, the vodka very much helped us get the words of the song. But uh, you can hear how we did anyway a bit later on. So you have to say, my name is Adam <laughs> from Brassy, and you're listening to the Youngins podcast. See if we can do that. Okay. My name is Adam, and you are listening to 
Are you on Google? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but where are you from? You have to say from Brassy. Yeah. My no. name is Adam know, from Brassy, and you're listening to the yeah. Youngins from podcast. Br- from Brassy. Yeah. Here you go. Here uh, Russian accent. Yeah. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> I am from Brassy. I am Adam from Brassy, and you are listening to Young Guns podcast. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> It's time to reveal this week's forked up folk song. Can you identify what this scrambled young'un's song is? We shall play it now. We shall play it a little bit again in the middle of the podcast to recap, and then we shall reveal the answer at the end. And this is taken from a quiz that we did at our singing weekend that we hosted at the end of November. This next recording is another live version of a classic young'un song. I'm sure that you'll all know this song, but... Can you identify it now that it has had a Doppler effect <laughs> Okay, here is the song. know what that song is find out if you're right or maybe you've got no idea we'll recap it again a bit later on in the podcast we'll reveal the answer at the end my name is wolf from uh, brassy yeah. and you're listening to the youngins podcast my name is wolf uh, no. <laughs> from, from brassy <laughs> my name is uh, my name is wolf from brassy and you are uh, listen, listening listening uh, Podcast. Podcast. To the youngest podcast. The youngest. We can do this. Yeah. My name is Wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Brassy. Yeah, check it out. My name is Wolf. From Brassy. You are the podcast. You are listening to the youngest podcast. Here we go. My name is Wolf from Brassy. You are listening uh, the youngest from uh, podcast. <laughs> so as I say, we've been on the road with Brassy for the last week. We we got a tour bus and uh, we got some funding from the Arts Council and we uh, we took them on tour. And uh, one of the gigs we did was in Newcastle, and we said if they're going to go come to Newcastle. They must learn some Geordie. Now, they'd never heard of Geordie before, so we explained to them what Geordie was, and we taught them some Geordie phrases ready for their gig in Newcastle. So this is us on the day before the gig in Newcastle, uh, trying to teach Brassy some Geordie. Are you all right? <laughs> oh, yeah, that'll be good. The uh, Geordie's called... Those, well, Geordie's is what they call them. Well, they call people pet. All right, pet. Just like saying, hello, pet. You're right, you're right, pet. You're right, pet. Oh, yes, you've got to. And then, when people answer, you go, why are you, man? You're right, pet. Pet? Yeah. There you are. One person, yeah. You're right, pet. 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 That's it. You're right, pet. Yeah, because that's really good. You can learn to speak 
Jordi. Jordi. Yeah. So it's sounding quite good. We'll see how they got on later on in the podcast when they revealed their Geordie to the Geordie audience. Now, as part of our festival, we decided to do some meet events where we have a chat with various artists. So the young'uns meet. Uh, we did the Hut People. We did Mick and Susie Darling. We did Greg Russell and Kieran Algar. And we'll play recordings from those and we'll play clips from those in future podcasts over the next couple of weeks. But we also did the young'uns meet the Wilsons and Brassy. And so we're going to play you some of that conversation that we had from that event. From the festival, this is the Wilsons singing John Barleycorn. Now, be warned, I, tu- I did turn my microphone down quite a bit, thinking I know the Wilsons are quite loud, but I hadn't heard them for a few weeks and I forgot just how loud they were. So there is a tiny bit of distortion in this, but still, this is the Wilsons from the festival in Hartlepool with John Barleycorn. John Barleycorn is a hero bold as any in the Shall forever stand. The whole world respects him, no matter friend or foe. And where they be, that makes to free is sure to lay them low.
singing John Barleycorn from our Hartlepool Festival, which we did between the April 11th and April the 13th, Friday to the Sunday. We all assembled. We're very grateful to all of the churches who helped out with the festival, uh, letting us host events there to all the churches and the pubs. And uh, we had all the denominations covered, all the Christian denominations. We had the Catholic Church, we had uh, the Protestant Church, Church of England, and we had the Baptist Church. And it's to the Baptist Church that we go now. And this is our chat with the Wilsons and Brassy. And in this clip, I ask the Wilsons how they got into folk music. And as you'd expect, they gave a rather lengthy answer. I, I was down in London at the, at the end of the 60s uh, and I stumbled on... Drug-induced. Uh, stumbled <laughs> stumbled I, around the streets for I, many years. I stumbled, on a, I stumbled on a folk club thinking it was a blues club because I was looking... Uh, blues, uh, drug-induced. I was looking for... <laughs> I was looking for a gig in Long John Baldry, if anybody can remember Long John Baldry. Uh, he, was, he was singing, uh, supposedly singing in this blues club in Hammersmith which wasn't was selling cheap drugs. It was. Uh, <laughs> there was a theme. It, it was a folk club, and uh, he was on. But there was all these other weird singers that got up out of the audience and uh, and sort of wore funny jumpers and stuff like that, uh, and sang songs <laughs> usually not very well on the stage. So far, uh, it's just about you. And, You're a uh, narcissist. Uh, I'll give as it happened to me, our Chris and Steve had, uh, had started to go, as I said, quite unbeknown to me, to the Black Horse Folk Club in Billingham. And when I sort of came yeah, back, back from we London, were superstars. Uh, and that's about the end of the story. And then you met Sting, and the rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's essentially how, how, we, how we got into it. Uh, and, your parents uh, sing, though, don't you? Your mum sang. Mum sang, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dad but was we, good when he was getting shaved. Yeah. <laughs> but we didn't, we didn't get into it in, in terms of a traditional sort of, you know, parents pass the songs on to youngsters and stuff like that. Right. I mean, for me, I was a ploughboy in Billingham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But what we did have Christmas time and New Year's Eve was my mum's birthday, and where we used to every live year. That's well. <laughs> we used to live in the old part of Birmingham, uh, Brickcrest, and there used to be sort of uh, four or five houses, and you'd have the uh, drinking in one house, sort of chatting in another house, and then you'd have music, and our house had piano. Yeah. yeah. So, so we had the music. All the uh, elements: booze, <laughs> chatting, and yeah. drink. It was our job to bring all three together, you know, and yeah. successfully done over the years. <coughs> and you have. What about, uh, yes, I don't know if we've got an official spokesman, Marius, for Brassy. Marius, are you OK with that? Talk slowly, do Do... Sorry, yeah, it's not for, it's not for Brassy's sake, it's for Sean's sake. It's a bit <laughs> <laughs> I know, I talk slowly. Um, can, can you tell us how you got into music, the, the five of you? Um, how did you all... How did you meet? So, yeah, how did you meet? And so our story is much shorter. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very short version of that. The Polish health service is a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, how did you? Yeah, okay, so three of us uh, went to the same uh, primary school, to the same yeah. class in, in yeah. prim- primary school. Then we sing in uh, a choir. Yeah. And was it like that, Marius? Did the three of you just start singing this, you know, in school as good as you sing now? Slightly higher, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fun. 
Yeah, we are, uh, we, our group were formed in 2007, and uh, you're called Brassy. What what does Brassy mean? Brassy are uh, ropes uh, which are ropes. used to change the di- direction of the the sails. Yeah. Right, uh, braces, yeah, 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 yeah. Excellent. So why why was it? This is course a discussion now. <laughs> uh, we got some rope enthusiasts in here. <laughs> Dave's an expert on knots. <laughs> well, apparently they do one of the wives the same, but let's not go there. We're in a Baptist church. Right. So. Well, I had a serious question, but I can't remember what it was. Nobody's interested now, we just want you to carry on that. <laughs> Why was it shanties then? Why why did you decide to sing music of the sea, Marius? Uh, why? Because yeah. uh, some of them, uh, some of us, sorry, says, yeah. For example, uh, Yoku and uh, shanties are very popular in in Poland in uh, in young people, and we really love to sing, yeah. And we really love to sing a cappella music, and uh, yeah, we can we can do this during singing shanties. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that you say shanties are really popular in Poland with a, a young audience. Yeah, yeah, I remember Johnny Collins, I don't know if people know the, the late great shanty singer and folks here, Johnny Collins said uh, he found it incredible because when they went to Poland, the shanty scene was so different, they perform in nightclubs and they'd have like 20-year-old girls taking their clothes off and stuff. <laughs> Brassy are very disappointed when they came here. <laughs> Again, we're in a Baptist church. Uh, So, why why are shanties so popular in Poland? Uh, I don't know. Really, I don't know. <laughs> Actually, did me and Mike were over there in yeah. 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 ninety five. I can't remember those years. We were in uh, Poland with the um, original Keelers. Yeah, like the Keeler shanty group, yeah. and we were down in the Lake District, um, down south. Yeah. And then came up to um, yeah, and they are really popular. Let's just say it's popular with the, the youth as well. We were doing like a big auditorium. There was like yeah. a couple of thousand kids there, you know, like eight, eight, yeah, eight twenty-year-old. Unbelievable. It's, it is really popular in Poland. We shall return to the Baptist Church with more from the Wilsons and maybe a little bit from Brassy if they can get a word in edgeways. Goodness knows what they made of that. Now and again you can hear them um, sort of talking in the background and I'm not sure if they're sort of just saying to each other basically, what the hell are they talking about? Or maybe maybe the, maybe one of them's trying to do a translation. Maybe Marius is translating to the others. We will be back with the Baptist Church. <laughs> I make it sound like the Baptist Church is the star of the show. We'll be back with the Baptist Church. More from the Baptist Church later on the podcast. Yeah. Eric. <laughs> do you know what to do? Yeah. Here we go. Money. My, my name is Eric. Uh, you are listening podcast, the youngest podcast. <laughs> Where are you from? Brasi. Here we go. My name is Eric. Uh, from from Brasi. We are listening. Uh, the youngest podcast. Hey! Yeah. What we'll do is we'll do it again once you've had ten whiskeys. <laughs> we'll see how you do it. 
I think it's quite rich of us, actually, to uh, to slightly mock our Polish friends for struggling to do a podcast ident, a podcast jingle for us, given that it took us a week to essentially learn at, uh, about four lines, or if not two lines, of Polish. And even then, when it came to the crunch... Let's just say it wasn't perfect, but it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. As I say, I think, uh, well, as I say, we, we learnt this when we had quite a lot of vodka inside us and it was going pretty well. And then we had to perform it on stage and we foolishly forgot to take some vodka first. And so the results maybe weren't as good as they could have been, but this is us now with Brassy. It's myself, Michael Hughes and Sean, a.k.a. the young'uns. Uh, but to be honest, I don't think Sean really... <laughs> I don't think Sean had g- had quite got it. I, don't, I can't really hear Sean. But anyway, this is us at B-Dale in North Allerton with... Brassy on stage attempting to sing Dracare. And now I would like to invite our friends from the Young Guns. Yeah. Woo! Guys. Oh. Yeah, we are going to sing together. And uh, if someone else uh, can repeat, po Dracare są gotowe i wąsie do drogi niecierpliwe, więc kaczyno w przelanej krwi. Yeah, you can join us, yeah, okay? Why don't we make this interesting? We've already done it in Polish so far. Why don't we throw in a Russian and a bit of French in those two? Keep it fresh. We shall be in Poland, and we shall be uh, with Brassy. Extend the challenge. <laughs> we should learn the entire song. We'll learn the entire song, and by October we will be able to sing it with Brassy. How about that? There's a bit of a challenge. 
So last week, it was the first time we played the birthday game on the Youngins Podcast, which is a game that uh, the three of us have been playing quite a lot when we're on tour to pass the time. Last week, we played it on the podcast. I was victorious. Well, this week, it's myself versus Brassy, England versus Poland, or you could just say myself versus Poland, if you like. Who will win? Let's find out. It's time to play the birthday game with myself and Brassy. I'm, go- I'm going to read famous people, people. and you you have to guess how, how yeah. old they are today. If you get it within ten years, then you get one point. But if you get it the exact yeah, if you yeah, get the yeah. age exactly right, two points. Okay. Shall we start with a little a little jingle? Birthday game. A little harmony. A bit of harmony. Here we go. One, two, three, four. Dum 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 dum. Okay. What's the age of the celebrity? It is time to reveal to thee what is the celebrity's age. Sean Cooney read the birthday page. The birthday game. 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 Okay. Excellent. Okay. First birthday. Sue Barker. Sue Barker, <laughs> TV presenter and former, and former tennis player, uh, retired tennis player, Okay, and BBC Bra- TV presenter. Brassy go first. How old? 47. 47. Yes. Ooh, 50. 58. Oh, so I get uh, one point one to me. One point to England. Okay. Am I England or am I Great Britain? That's the question. Yeah, it's quite contentious. Right, okay. Tennis player, Maria Sharapova. Oh, Maria Sharapova. Have a, have a, have a think. Okay, okay. I'll say 29. Uh, yeah, it's a What's up? What's up? What's up? 28. 28. You villains. 28 or 27? 28. 27. Oh, but it doesn't matter because you still get one point. It's now one all. Professor. Ken Brown. Ah. Mathematician. Yes. 59. Ah, uh, 63. Oh. 63. 3-1. 3-1. Okay. First of five. Shea Given. Footballer. Goalkeeper. Oh, yes. Republic of Ireland. Goalkeeper. Okay, uh, you go first. 14... 48. 48. 48. 48. Um, 44. 38. David Eagle. 3-2. Uh, <laughs> okay. Nicholas Lindhurst. Nicholas Lindhurst. Actor, actor, yes. Famous British actor. He was in <laughs> Only Fools and Horses. Yeah. He's got like a horse. 61. So, yeah. So 61. What do you say? Old. Uh, 65. Oh. 53. Oh, David Eagle. 3 all. Very tense. Very tense now. Yeah. We're nearing the end. <laughs> Fortunately, this <laughs> right, I'm this was a good jingle. <laughs> right, Sebastian Folks. Ah, author. Author. Right, writer right. of Bird Song. Right. Bird Song. Yeah. Bird Song. Beautiful book about the First World War. Yeah. Sebastian Folks. So oh, he no. should be old. He should be. Come on. <laughs> yeah. 57. 57. I'm going to say... 71. 
61. Oh, very oh, close. OK, this is getting tense now. You only need one more point. <laughs> you have won. I need two points to win now. OK. Mr. Cooney. Tension um, music. Without any creative tension music. Yeah. Bomb. Bomb. <laughs> you had them. <laughs> That's the tension music there. Right, Mr. Gooney. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Eric Pickles. Eric Pickles. MP, Conservative MP, Member okay, of okay. Parliament. Well, Eric? Eric, Pickles, Eric Pickles, Conservative MP. He's a... English politician government. Go for it. Politician. Ah, uh, seventy-two. Seventy-two. You say. I say seventy-three. Sixty-two. Damn! The Polish win. The Polish win. The national anthem plays. The Polish national anthem plays. Jeszcze Polska nie zginęła, póki my żyjemy. To nam obca przemozdziewa, odbierzemy. Right. Marsz ma I'm going to do some rozki. I'm going to tickle them as they do it. Lack of patriotism. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. You so make disgrace on your, on your country. <laughs> And the winners of the 2014 International Birthday Game. Brasi for Poland. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I must apologise to my country there. I, I let you down. I do apologise. Do you know what this song is? It's a young'un's song. It's a recording of a live young'un song, but it has had a Doppler effect added to warp it somewhat. Can you identify what it is? We shall reveal the answer. We shall play it later, right at the end of the young'un's podcast. But now it is back to the Baptist Church, where the Wilsons and Brassy and ourselves are seated together, and uh, we're talking in front of an audience, to each other, and I ask the Wilsons to tell us about working with Sting. For those people who don't know, uh, the Wilsons have done a <laughs> massive project with Sting recently. <coughs> oh, oh, you let me out of the We weren't going to mention it. As part of that, they've met some very illustrious people, including uh, Steven Spielberg. And we were a bit excited when they put on Facebook, uh, the Wilsons, we've just met uh, Steven Spielberg, had a chat with him, and I thought they meant literally they were like talk, having in talks with him about making a film of <laughs> Oh, that's no. no. Five hairy bearded, beer-swelling men from t <laughs> <laughs> But you know, the big bad brothers of folk. <laughs> He's doing a remake on E.T. now Mike's going to take me. <laughs> Us about your, uh, what you've done with Sting because that's just brilliant and, and also I need sort of maybe a memorable story or something well, other than meeting Steven Spielberg we've worked with Catherine Tickell in the past she invited us to do something she did at the proms in 2011 I think yeah. and Catherine's uh, collaborated <coughs> with Sting since he left the police so she'd been on most of Sting's albums <coughs> and Sting's right Sting has written I was writing a, uh, songs for a play that he was putting together called The Last Ship, which is uh, a lot to do with his hometown of Wall's End and his thoughts about 
leaving uh, and it's the relationship with his mum and dad and stuff like that. So uh, he'd mentioned to Catherine while she was down there recording the place in Wiltshire um, that he wanted to some northeast sound in a couple of these songs. So she said uh, the young'uns, but we got to know about it. <laughs> So anyway, so we uh, she suggested that uh, we would do the job, and uh, we went down and met him. Uh, we were going to do two songs. We ended up doing eight. We did some some harmonies and stuff on the back of eight songs in the project, which was great enough. And he was a lovely lad, and we met Jimmy Neil. With collaboration on the voices was seven of us. Was five of us. Jimmy Neil and Sting and all the harmonies that here on the last ship is the seven of us singing in together. And then we came up to Newcastle, we did a couple more songs and uh, at that point he asked us whether we would go to New York to get involved in the launch of the show which is going to Broadway. Jimmy's the lead man in the play called The Last Ship and it opens in Broadway in October. Uh, the first shows are in uh, Chicago in June. Uh, so we went over and we were uh, part of that launch show in the Public Theatre in New York which the benefit, the profits from, from those 11 shows went to the public theatre, so he donated $1. million dollars to the, to the public theatre. Mm. We got notes, so we were... Well, so that shows that the, the project's still... In between, he's done a massive tour with Paul Simon. It's amazing. The work, the work ethic of Sting, I'm not just saying it because he pays mega amounts of money, but he's, uh, <laughs> he's a really nice lad. We ended up um, just before we went to New York, because we've been together twice to do the album, and then just before we went to New York, we went down, back down to his little pad in Wiltshire, um, which is actually a castle. Um, <laughs> And I swam in this heated swimming pool. We will tell them what else you did in the <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it, that week, actually, because we did all the vocals on top of all of the instrumentals that had been recorded over in America, so that was the first week that we all got together. So it was like a bl- uh, bonding sort of week, and it, it was amazing. Just You had the folk side, which is very sort of loose and off the cuff, and you had the jazz side, which is a lot of the musicians from New York. And the whole thing was just very, very um, liquid, wasn't it? But a good connection with today's events. Um, I mean, we'd heard a lot about Brassy, but the album that we did with Sting, Last Ship, which is a connection with the sea, because it's, it's essentially about shipbuilding and Gdansk, in fact, that's where he got inspiration from, yeah. Was, yeah. The, was, was, uh, was the revival of the Gdansk ship, shipyard back yeah, in the, yeah, was the, the 80s. Initial inspiration. So it was his initial yeah. inspiration. Uh, and possibly because of that connection, uh, but possibly just because we Sting is a world megastar, is that uh, the only album we've ever had a number one with anywhere uh, was uh, on that one in Poland. Uh, it, went, it, w- it went on sale in September, at the end of September, and it went, went to number one in, in, po- in the Polish charts. Yeah. In, it was in, great. It was really great experience. A story, I mean, there's, there's lots there's of stories. Story, but um, we, we had like a shared common room and all our uh, changing rooms went off it. And we were sat there, the five of us, you know, five scruffy lads from Billingham <coughs> talking about the good old ploughboy days and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> and we heard Sting say, oh, I'll go and introduce you to the lads. And he came over and um, Paul Simon walked into the changing room and he said, oh... This is the Wilson family. Um, so we said, how do you do it, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> so we put him well, out. Well, I'll lift it. 
Where's your dad? <laughs> Are you lost? <laughs> Remember getting Scarborough Fair off my <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, so that well, was... There, was, there was also always drinking sort of stories. So, uh, Steve did most of that. So, um, sort of uh, three o'clock in the morning, sort of plotting Sting's private uh, wine. But yeah, so there was a, there was lots of stuff. I mean, on the first night there was an after party, and we went in there. And there's, a, there's a guy called Rob Freeman, who's the top number one guy in the, in the publicity world down there. And he he's a friend of Sting's, and uh, we were in this after party, and we were still talking to Sting. And he came over, and he went over, and he said, "Sting," he said, "that show magnificent." He said, "That was fantastic." He said, "And you?" He said, "That was great." He said, "Middlesbrough." He said. He said, but these boys, he said, they're wonderful. And Sting's got this big pet lip on him right there. I suppose for us, the best thing for us is that we were sat around um, the week before we went to New York doing rehearsals, and Sting said, I'd really like you to get up and do a, a song in the show that's not related, a song from your own repertoire, and we sang Big Steamers. And Sting, well, Jimmy Dale said, uh, flipping heck, that would bring the flipping house down. <laughs> Yeah, so it was great, and and of course that meant that Peter Bellamy was a massive influence on on us. Got a name check by Sting in New York for eleven yeah, nights, yeah, which was yeah, something yeah, we were yeah, very proud. Yeah. We did sell our souls and wear sunglasses on. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. 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 Of course, we have been we, we have been singing on stages and things for about thirty five years before we even heard of Sting. Never mind, he'd heard of us. So, yeah. Well, to be honest, the only reason we got you to this festival was in the hope that you'd bring Sting along. <laughs> Very disappointed. That's the only reason they let us in the Baptist he church. Said he, would, he said he would, but he's washing his hair. What <laughs> Our diary's full for the next two years of people who won't will bring Sting along. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, we couldn't bring Sting, but we've got Paul Sam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And now from that event, from the Baptist Church, this is the Wilsons singing Peter Bellamy's Big Steamers. Oh, where are you going to hold your big steamers With England's own coal up and down the salt sea We're going to fetch you your bread and your butter Your beef, pork and mutton, eggs, apples and cheese And where will you fetch it from? All you big steamers And where shall I write you When you are away We'll fetch it from Melbourne, Quebec and Vancouver Addresses at Hobart, Hong Kong and Bombay But if anything happened to all you big steamers Suppose you were wrecked up and down the salt sea And you'd have no coffee or bacon for breakfast And you'd have no muffins or toast for your tea Then I'd pray for fine weather For all you big steamers With little blue billows And breezes so soft Oh, billows and breezes don't bother big steamers for if I'm below and still rigging along Then I build a new lighthouse for all you big steamers With plenty wise pilots for to pilot you through Oh, the channel's as bright as a ballroom 
ready. And pilots are thicker than pilchards at bloom. Then what can I do for you? All you big steamers. Oh, what can I do for your comfort and good? Send out your big warships to watch your big waters. That no one may stop us from bringing your food. For the bread that you eat and the biscuits you nibble. The sweets that you suck and the joints that you call. They are brought to you daily by all us big steamers. And if anyone hinders our coming, you will stop. The Wilsons live from Hartlepool's Headland Festival, only a couple of weeks ago, singing Big Steamers. So earlier in the podcast, we played you a clip of us teaching Brassy Geordie ahead of their gig in Newcastle. Well, it's time to find out now how they fared when they took all that they'd learned. They took their Geordie phrases and said them in front of a Newcastle crowd. We have been also learning uh, to speak Geordie. Yeah, you read that? It is time to reveal this week's Forked Up Folk Song. This was the clip that we played you. Recording of a live young'uns song. A song song that the young'uns sing very often. It had a Doppler effect added. Have you worked out what it is? Let's find out if you are right or not. This is the answer. John Ball, Sidney Carter's John Ball, about the leader of the Peasants' Revolt, the radical priest of 1381. We shall be back next week with more music from Brassy and more highlights from Harleypool's festival. We'll be back next Monday, in fact. So that will be April... 24567, the 28th. Yes, my friends, Monday, April the 28th. That will be the day. Talking of which... Well, there'll be the day when you say Cause there'll be the day, hey, hey, when I love you, there'll be the day.
Brassy covering Buddy Holly's That Will Be The Day. We'll be back next Monday with more highlights from our festival. I'm off for the tiniest of breaks. It's Monday night now, Monday evening. I've got a gig Tuesday, so I've got the tiniest of breaks. Uh, but before we go, I think it's only right that we should ask our friends the... Uh, the sa- we should make sure that people have enjoyed the podcast, really, shouldn't we? So uh, let's uh, ask the sound man from Milton Keynes from last week's Youngest Podcast if he has enjoyed this week's Youngest Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Let us see whether our sound man at Hartlepool's Headland Festival enjoyed this week's Youngest Podcast. Have you enjoyed the podcast? Yes, 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 I have. And finally, let's find out whether Brassy themselves, our Polish friends, have enjoyed this week's Jungans podcast. Have you enjoyed this week's Jungans podcast, Brassy? Brilliant. Next week, more festival highlights, but till then, from me, David Eagle, and my fellow Jungans, goodbye. (laughs) 